Hey, everybody, this is John Lee, and welcome to another episode of Effective and Efficient. Normally, Dan Bingaman, he would be here during the introduction, and he'd be introducing himself, and we would go ahead and get started with the episode, but since Dan has left us, it's all up to me now. John, John, I'm I'm here. I'm still here. Dan, is that you? It's it's Dan. I'm here. Everybody left. I haven't left. Dan's here. Okay. Um, Let's get this show started. So what's been going on? Kindergarten, man. Kindergarten. Oh, so how is that working out for you? It's, uh, it's a challenge, because uh, it's not even it's not even just that it's that that I am a, a sort of a, a de facto kindergarten teacher now. I am also a preschool like babysitter because both <laughs> I mean both my kids are are at home because of all this stuff. And so, you know, my son Asher, he's five. He just started kindergarten this year. He's doing it through Little Rock Public Schools, but he's doing the virtual option. And so, through you know, he's, he's you know, he, he checks in with his teacher every morning through Zoom, which like getting 12 kindergartners all together on Zoom while they like practice their letter sounds is like... <laughs> It, it is as chaotic as you would. I mean, it's fun and he enjoys it and it's funny, yeah. but it is, I don't, I'm not sure how much information the teacher is getting about their abilities over zoom, particularly when yeah. she has to wear a, you know, a face shield and a mask and all that stuff. And so sometimes, oh, I mean, so communication has been an issue. So, um, so he does that and then he's got lessons throughout the day and he watches recorded versions of what she's teaching and all at the same time that all of that's happening and he's like trying to learn to read, you know, fairly important. The other one, the two-year-old that's my preschooler is, you know, in a trash can somewhere <laughs> or has left the house or, you know, whatever. So <laughs> left the, the other, the other day he had gotten into a, a pretty brand new bag of, of um, cornmeal and was just sort of, painting the the floor of the of the laundry room with that which he was having a big time and but you know it's fun no angels it's not, but basically he wasn't laying in it but he and he you know it kind of sticks to your hand and so he was he was putting his hands i mean lots of little handprints in cornmeal all over the place Making while cornmeal. we're you know working on our numbers and days of the week and stuff in the other room. So he's, he's, he's really, I mean, I, I think I've said this to you before. It's he, both of them, but particularly the, the preschooler it's, I mean, it's very much like living with a raccoon um, at all times, getting into the trash and everything, eating, sometimes eating things from the trash. Oh, so, <laughs> well, I have seen, uh, I remember a picture that you sent us, uh, um, sent us of Asher's, setup and uh it looks like he has a pretty sweet little setup though it's a good setup we you know we yeah we got him a desk and he's got an ipad from the school although half the time he ends up using my computer um you know he's got all his things the problem mm. is when the raccoon comes in and <laughs> opens up all the things or breaks all the crayons or yeah. s- you know scatters things throughout the room and and so anyway so are you able to 
are you able to incorporate any of the madness that Oliver brings into the classroom? Are you able to then kind of transform that or use that as a learning experience for Asher or, you know, turn that into any kind of, I don't know, math problem or something like this or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, like the, the other day, um, I mean, generally no, it's, but, but the, I mean, I will say I, I didn't use this opportunity, but now that I think of it, um, I should have, um, we're, you know, we're in the, we have his little classroom set up in our, in their playroom and I hear some rustling from what sounds like the kitchen. And I go in there and find that the raccoon Oliver has gotten into the freezer and has dumped like a whole box of Eggo, frozen Eggo waffles onto the floor. And, and I suppose that we could have done some sort of math, adding, <laughs> subtracting lesson from that. Yes. Um, but anyway. We had six frozen waffles. You threw three on the floor. Right. So how, how many, many frozen <laughs> waffles do we have? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How many fewer waffles can you eat for breakfast tomorrow? Yes. Yes. It could be a life lesson. Yep. Do not throw the Legos on the floor. Um, so I thought that this might be an, an interesting question. So out of the two jobs that you, that you now, that you now have, because technically you're still kind of plugged in with the daughter's education, although you're not a program advisor anymore. So what would you say is the most, is the more difficult job being a kindergarten teacher at your own house or being a program advisor? Well, that is a tough question to answer because they are unique in their challenges. Um, there is a lot more um, bodily fluids involved with the preschool kindergarten teacher role. You would, that would be the case at least. Right. And generally, you know, <laughs> not just, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is the case. I'm not going to say that there were never any, you know, bodily fluids in the program, you know, things happen. But not really. That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> not in the office. Not in the office. Um, Hopefully not. No. So uh, it, it is a um, uh, it, it, it is a uh, bacterially more dangerous position that I'm in now. Okay. Um, the uh you're not getting any hazard pay i'm not getting hazard I, pay no yeah. the days yeah. were the the days were calmer when i when i was <laughs> I, a program sure. advisor coming into the office uh, right. coming into the office every day mm-hmm. um so they they come with their own challenges but it does give you an instant appreciation um not only for uh, teachers in general um but particularly teachers that are having to navigate um this new world of of what education looks like in in response to covid you know i I was a classroom teacher before i worked for the state and so i understand you know what teachers go through to to a certain extent although i never taught young uh young students i mean the youngest i ever taught was seventh grade but um, but now with teachers having to try and juggle you know like in little rock there you know teachers have in-person students and they have virtual students as opposed to having dedicated teachers for, for each, um, it does give you an appreciation, particularly with younger children about 
how exhausting it is to do that. Yeah. And, and honestly, just like teaching in general, I mean, I know like a lot of the program, adult ed programs across the state are having to very quickly have had to very quickly adapt to distance learning and sort of relearning how to do their jobs, not in person. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it, it does, it, it gives you a, an, an even greater appreciation for what teachers go through and are going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So even though you're not technically a program advisor anymore, in a way, you never really left because you're still plugged in. Um, and now I believe you are contracted through the Resource Center. So um, again, in a way, you are still in the position, just not as a program advisor. So do you want to talk a little bit about kind of what you have been doing um, since you quote unquote left. Sure. And, and, and just, I mean, in case anybody doesn't know or doesn't sort of know the circumstances surrounding why I'm no longer a program advisor because of our decision to keep our kids home, as opposed to sending them in school with all the sort of uncertainty of, of what this fall is going to bring, I decided to, to stay home and facilitate the, the kindergarten and the, and the preschool myself. And so, um, but you know, were it not for COVID that would never have happened. And so I wanted to continue to do this podcast um, that I, you know, enjoy doing, and I think it has been valuable. Um, and I also enjoy doing distance learning and, and helping teachers with that. And so I'm, I'm contracting through the resource center, the Arkansas Adult Learning Resource Center, the AALRC in Little Rock. And so I'm still um, helping out in that regard, you know, on sort of a part-time basis. So we're still doing the podcast. Um, I'm still holding uh, distance learning office hours on Wednesdays of each week, although I'm, I'm probably going to be expanding that um, to, to include some additional times uh, in the afternoons where I can be available for teachers or directors if they have questions about distance learning. Um, you know, still going to be facilitating some trainings, um, albeit probably virtual trainings uh, over the course of the fall. Um, so I'm, I'm still trying to, I'm, I'm still plugged in and I'm still trying to give as much DL and, you know, podcast support um, as I can while fighting off the raccoon and the, and the five-year-old. So, and, uh, so do you have anything, you know, that's kind of coming up or, um, anything in particular when it comes to trainings, uh, that you already have planned or are on the schedule, um, and then just anything else, uh, you got coming. Yeah. Well, there were a couple of, uh, distance learning training, like certification DL certification trainings that were scheduled, uh, in early September. Um, in fact, I think originally scheduled for this week as well as some canvas trainings. Um, those were scheduled prior to my departure from the department. Um, and, and sort of before I knew what my day-to-day schedule was going to look like in terms of my, my son's schooling and, you know, nap times and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, we are, I am going to be offering some, some virtual webinars, both for DL and for Canvas. Um, I will say, you know, we're still working on figuring out when we can reschedule those for, uh, because again, we, you know, we're getting into program review and site visit season, and, and there are a lot of other trainings and things going on around the state uh, for different things. So we're working on, I'm working with Marsh at the, at the Resource Center to, to find new dates for that. So, you know, anybody listening, be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, uh, back in the spring, I recorded a distance learning uh, and technology training, uh, that training, I, I recorded it in a webinar version, uh, as well as a canvas webinar, um, that is, uh, are available on canvas. Um, you know, reach out to me, 
uh, if you if you need the link to how to find that. Um, but teachers, if they are in need of DL certification or in need of a, a brush up on their Canvas skills, they can go there and find that. Um, and then I'm, I'd be happy to schedule a time uh, where we can talk during my office hours or we can email back and forth about any questions or concerns that people have. And I, and I do think in terms of things coming up, um, I, do, I do believe that I'm going to be discussing some distance learning related topics at our upcoming fall administrators meeting. So like I said, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm still pretty plugged in. So you'll be yeah. hearing from me. Can't get away from us that easily. Yep. Um, Just when I, I thought am- I was out. Right. They pulled me back in. Yep. What's that for? Is that Scarface? That's Scarface, uh, right? Uh, I Al Pacino. Say, I, I, I have seen Scarface. Uh, I think but that's I Scarface. Tell you where that's from. I may have to try and find a soundbite and put that in. Oh, no, wait, no. That's not Scarface. That's uh, that's it. It's Al Pacino, but it's Godfather 3 in the kitchen. That's what it is. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. We really need like another podcast on the side mm-hmm. where we are discussing these things more in depth, um, such as movies and yep. whatnot. But that's for another day. Another day. Um, so, um, but I mean, you know, speaking of podcast, I am I am very thankful that we were able to continue this because uh, when when you were first kind of teasing the idea that you that you might be leaving. That was a concern of mine because we had kind of just, just started this thing, you know, and got it rolling and kind of just starting to feel pretty comfortable in our uh, podcasting abilities too. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, had just gotten to the point where, 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 you know, I could tell myself, I was like, huh, I didn't sound completely terrible on that episode. And so that was a big concern of mine. But then I remember when you kind of, officially made the decision. Well, I think this was, might've been before it was officially announced. You told me, and then in the same breath, you were like, but we're still doing the podcast. (laughs) Um, Because because again, yeah, it was, uh, that was, you know, that would have been a concern. And, and I think we do have um, a good bit of listeners who, who have enjoyed listening to these episodes. Um, Hopefully so. so. I I like to, I I like to tell myself that at least. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we, we've heard some really good comments, um, from the field and I do know that we are going to continue to basically run the podcast, um, as it was, you know, we're still going to have the guest, um, we're still going to have the interviews, we're still going to have the student success stories. Um, and so, you know, that, yeah, that is something that is, uh, thankfully not going to change. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it was, it was certainly, it, you know, it was something that John, you and I had talked about. I mean, the podcast in turn, you know, we talked about it for a few months before we actually kind of started getting equipment and, and committing to it. And then we were kind of, you know, really kind of figuring it out and, and then stupid COVID. So um, hopefully yeah. this won't change much in terms of the, in terms of the show. Uh, no, I just, I just, I mean, I just won't be there to uh, um, to grace you with my sparkling personality in person. Right? Yeah, I'm just gonna have to do shame. it over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I don't want to spoil the uh, the topic for the next episode, but we have already reached out to some potential guests for that next episode. So uh, to keep things rolling, that's uh, that's the game plan. Um, and um, yeah, that's that's just gonna be how we're going to move forward with that in the future. Um, as if things never 
never stopped or Dan yep. as if he never left us. I'm still here. Yep. So, uh, Dan, is there anything else that you want to add or anything that, uh, you want to say, um, to our listeners before we, before we let you go? Uh, well, just that, uh, you know, working with adult ed, uh, the past three years, I mean, again, I'm still plugged in. I'm still, um, you know, doing distance learning support and, and being a part of this podcast. Um, um, you know, so I'm not gone, but, uh, but it really has been a privilege. Um, and I've enjoyed getting to work with everyone, uh, both in the state office and as well as, as everybody that I've met at trainings and conferences and, and, you know, on site visits and program reviews. Um, so it's, it's really been a great experience and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And, and, and part of the reason uh, why I am continuing to do this podcast and continuing to, um, to help in as many ways as I can, even though I'm not in the office uh, as an official program advisor anymore, is is because I I think that the work that um, that you guys are doing in adult ed and that that's going on in the, in, in the field is is both very important um, and has been um, you know enriching for me um, in terms of of um, you know the experience and 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 all of that. Um, in my professional life. And so um, I really uh, have appreciated the opportunity and appreciate the opportunity to continue to serve uh, the state in uh, as many capacities as, as I'm able. Yep. The goal is to still take this podcast to the feds. So <laughs> to the feds, <laughs> to the feds, so. which is not something that you typically, I mean, you know, <laughs> we do, we want their attention now right. for the yes. podcast. Yes. You, know, you don't usually want too much federal attention. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, we don't so usually want it's that a, spotlight. It's kind of a but, unique, uh, um, you know, a unique situation. Yeah. yeah. In, this, in this case, we actually do want the attention because we're pretty proud of what we're able to produce with this podcast. So, uh, Dan, thank you for uh, the updates and allowing us to check in with you. And uh, you will resume your regular hosting duties uh, on our next episode. So thank you, Dan. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be on, uh, on my show, <laughs> our <right>. show. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Well, Dan, we can now say that you've been both a host and a guest on your own podcast. There's no limits to what can be accomplished here at Effective and Efficient. Yeah, it was fun. Although I, I got to say, I'm probably the least interesting guest that we've had on so far. So I'll, I'll probably have to get the raccoons involved next time. That is a great idea. We can ask if he likes his dad's new schedule. And I can edit it right out if he gives the wrong answer. I'm sure it will be nothing but positive vibes from Oliver, a.k.a. the raccoon. To find that out and more, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. And while you're there, make sure to leave us a rating and review to help others find out about the show. That'll do it for this show. Uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So be safe out there and stay tuned for more effective and efficient.